Blog Talk Radio. Hey Dad, would you like to connect better with your kids? Do you know what your child's school day is really like? Do you think school is the same as it was when we were in school? Now, there's a national program that can answer these questions for you. Dads of Great Students, also known as Watchdogs, is the father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. Dads now have the opportunity to be a part of their child's school day in a guy-oriented format. For as little as just one day per school year, Watchdog Dads complete a challenging schedule which includes helping with student arrivals, working in the classroom, lunchroom, gym, and on the playground. At the end of the day, you're worn out, but you have a great sense of accomplishment. You know that you've made a positive change in your school for your own children and even children who don't have a dad at home. For more information, ask your principal to check out www.fathers.com slash watchdogs or call 888-540-DOGS. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Keith Shoemaker. I'll be your host for today's episode. And we have a lot to talk about. We have had a great time in uh, taking our walk through the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success. We've had a tremendous uh, feedback on our uh, our Watchdogs Facebook page, um, and believe it or not, the boss man himself is now up on Twitter. Uh, we, we would love to have him on the air today, but he is in the process of flying to Greenville, South Carolina to uh, be a part of a pizza night there in Greenville uh, as we have our program is, uh, is growing there in the, uh, in the upstate, in the upstate South Carolina area. Um, one of the first things that I wanted to talk about and remind everybody, coming up February the 8th through the 10th is our uh, partnership with National PTA. We have the National PTA Watchdogs Male Engagement Conference, and that is going to be in Kansas City. If you'd like more information on that, certainly go to pta.org and follow the link to the Male Engagement Conference. We're going to have a great time. We've got a lot of people that uh, are going to be coming there. We have some great speakers that are going to be available to us, and uh, and I think it's really going to be a great time. We're going to have the ability to bring uh, watchdogs together and meet together in a conference format, uh, have, have some uh, some opportunities to be able to talk to each other, sit down, uh, talk about best practices in the Watchdogs program and in some of the other uh, male engagement programs that are partnered with National PTA through the Moore Alliance. As an example, uh, All Pro Dads is another one of our, uh, our great partners. So we're very excited about this conference coming up and, and we're going to have some great things going on. Now, in the meantime, uh, we have some other events coming up. Uh, coming up on the 26th of this month in Cedar Park, Texas, we are going to have the Texas Stars is going to be hosting Watchdogs Night. And that uh, traditionally, I believe this is the uh, third year um, that we're going to be having that down there. And our own Eric Snow will be down there for that. And uh, that event, they fill that arena up. I believe we sold over 2,000 tickets last year. Um, to be part of the Texas Stars Watchdog Hockey Night. So we're very, very excited about that. Um, also coming up in February on the 5th, um, Eric is going to be at the North Carolina, or I'm sorry, North Dakota. I get my ND and NC mixed up. My North Dakota uh, School Counselors Association Conference. So if you are in North Dakota, where we are just setting our foot in motion up there in North Dakota, um, if your school counselor is uh, going to that conference, 
Um, tell them to stop in and get that Watchdog 7 Steps to Success training, and, and we'll be able to bring uh, some mail engagement to your school. Once again, on the 8th, we're going to have our conference in Kansas City. And then on the 21st of February, uh, look out, Wisconsin. I'm going to have to put my winter coat in, uh, in my suitcase and come up there. I'm coming to Wisconsin for the Madison, uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, for the Wisconsin School Counselors Association. So if you're in Wisconsin and your school counselors come into the conference, have them come by and, and see me. Um, and then after that, the uh, National Conference on Bullying and After School Leadership and Diversity, uh, February 27th through March the 1st in Orlando. And, uh, and Eric will be down there giving our uh, Watchdog 7 Steps to Success uh, workshop there. And then after that, Eric is going to be jetting out to San Francisco for the National Fatherhood and Families Conference. So we've got a lot going on. We've got a, a lot of things scheduled. If you are putting together a conference in your area and you would like to have a, uh, a Watchdogs representative come to you and train people, uh, our one-hour training workshop uh, will get people in your area ready to get up and running with the Watchdogs program. So give us a call. Uh, our schedule is filling up for the rest of the year, but we would love to fit your conference in there so that we can, uh, we can engage men and male role models in your school. Um, once again, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, you can, uh, my Twitter account is WDNATCOORD. Keith, my first name, K-E-I-T-H, uh, and that is at WD National Coordinator Keith on uh, Twitter. You can follow me. And then, of course, now uh, you can also follow uh, E Snow. It's at E Snow underscore Watchdogs, and you can uh, follow us on Twitter there. So we're having a, a lot of fun, a lot of fun with that. So now let's get to what the meat of our show is today, what we're talking about, and that is the second step of our seven steps to success, and that is faculty buy-in. And, and if the teachers are not willing to bring uh, the fathers, the father figures, the watchdog volunteers into their classroom, um, we've, we've missed our mark. So we want to make sure that the teachers understand how important this program is, um, what a benefit it can be in the teacher's classroom. You know, teachers, that classroom is their world. And, and they control everything. Some of the kids might disagree with that. But um, the, the teacher, you know, we say the teacher has the eyes in the back of their head, understand what's going on. Um, so to bring another adult into that classroom sometimes will give a, a teacher a little bit of an une uneasiness. But the thing that I found out and we found out through thousands of schools nationwide is that when the teacher is willing to open up and engage um, these uh, volunteers that are coming into the classroom, the benefits are just really, really amazing. Um, I have two great guests on the line. Uh, first of all, I have uh, Miss Abby Cannell, who is the assistant principal at Reagan Elementary School in Cedar Park, Texas. And also, I have Miss Lisbeth Belzo. Am I uh, pronouncing that correctly, Lisbeth? Yes, you are. Great, great. Well, thank you. And, and ladies, welcome to the program. Uh, we've got a great program going down there. We've got a tremendous amount of programs going down there in Texas. Um, but we want to talk about the experience from the teacher's point of view. And, and uh, Abby, if you would kind of open it, open it up for us. I understand you were a teacher. Now you're an administrator. So can you kind of help us with what your thoughts are 
um, between those two different roles and moving forward uh, into bringing a watchdogs program into the school and opening it, opening it up to the volunteers. Yes, yeah, sure. I'd be happy to talk about that. Um, just from the teacher perspective and then moving into the administrative role, um, something that was really important in kind of really kicking off this program and doing it in the right way here at Reagan was the communication to teachers and really getting um, some times from them in which um, that they feel comfortable having a watchdog in their room. And so that's one of the big steps that we took here at Reagan to um, first of all talk about it, what it was going to look like, set up those expectations for the year, um, and then also assure them of, you know, first of all, asking, you know, when would you be comfortable with a watchdog coming in for about 30 minutes? And we asked um, all the staff that same question of, can you just give us a time, an hour block of time, and um, within that hour, you would only have a watchdog for about 30 minutes so that it really eases their mind. They know that at any time they could have somebody coming in for that time period, but they feel more prepared, they feel more comfortable, and um, that's, you know, that's one aspect that we took into consideration. The other thing that we did on um, here at Reagan was um, we are very mindful of how often a watchdog is in a classroom. And so exactly. I, you know, I keep track of who's been scheduled so that I'm not double booking them. And, and um, of course, if their child's, um, if, you know, the watchdog's child is in their classroom, there have been occasions where um, they've been double booked, you know, uh, either multiple watchdogs on a day or back to back, mm -hmm. like on a Monday, Tuesday. But um, by communicating up front um, and getting their buy-in from that aspect, I think has helped tremendously with scheduling and allowing them to feel comfortable having a watchdog in the room. Sure, it's very important to uh, to be open with that communication and to let them be prepared so that they can tie it into their lesson plan. If they're if they're doing something, especially if they've got a watchdog coming in that they're familiar with, um, right. and, and as the program moves forward, you become more familiar with them. But say you're doing a math lesson and you've got a guy coming in that's an engineer. You know, right. you can tie that in to, to what you're doing. So, right. um, okay. Well, uh, Elizabeth, how, from the teacher's perspective, what, did, what was your feeling about first learning about the, the Watchdogs program? Um, and, and let me just basically introduce Elizabeth here. Um, Elizabeth is a kindergarten teacher at, um, at Reagan Elementary and has, uh, has taught at several different levels, uh, including uh, Preschool, kindergarten, first, sixth, seventh, eighth, uh, has middle school experience. If I'm if I'm correct, um, yes. tell us what you uh, what you think about it is when you first heard about the Watchdogs program. Um, any any questions or concerns that you had going into it, and and how you feel about it now? Well, when we first heard about Watchdogs, it was introduced in saying that you would have a dad that would come into your room anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes at a time. And like Abby said, when we first heard about it, it was definitely going to be a time that you felt comfortable, and it wasn't forced on us. If you didn't want the dads in your room, you did not have to sign up. So it was never a forced issue, which made it – me personally, I don't mind having people come into my classroom. The more help, the merrier. I do teach kindergarten, so the more hands on deck, the better it is. Um, but I love it. They come in, you – the dads – usually don't know what to expect, so it's usually not us being anxious, it's the dads trying to calm the dads down, saying it's okay, you're only going to have two or three kids, it'll be fine. Don't and have to teach calculus. 
Yeah. Right, no. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Um, but basically, at the beginning of the year, it's just fun stuff to get the dads used to it. And the dads that you've had in your room who have been doing this for multiple years, a lot of times will come in and say, hey, I want to be in so-and-so's classroom or want to go back and help them do things. And if you've got the dads who've helped you numerous times, they know what to do. They'll walk in and say, I want to do a reading lesson or I want to do a math lesson. Can I help you do whatever they've done in the past? And so it comes. it's really handy with dads that have been here multiple times. And for me personally, I have a basket that sits right next to my table. So when a watchdog comes in, I have it all labeled. I know what kids work well with what tasks they need to be. And so I just hand them the bag. All the directions are in there. Send them into the hallway and they love it. They come back and say, thank you so much for being organized. The kids were great. The kids, also as a teacher, you set the expectations for the kids that it mm -hmm. is not a time to play, it is a time to learn. And, mm -hmm. and they know that if they are in the hallway goofing off and I have to come out and talk to them, then they lose the privilege of going in the hallway and hanging out with a watchdog. And they, exactly. do not, they do not like to lose that privilege. And it usually takes one student that you actually have to remove from the situation that all the other ones fall right into line and do exactly what they're supposed to. And my kids fight over who's going to go on the watchdog. No, so-and-so got to do it last time. It's our group. It's our group. So they can't wait to have watchdogs come in the room. I, I've had numerous experiences where kids, you know, will run up to me in the morning or, or in car line or they'll see me in the hallway and they'll run up and they'll say, you know, are you going to be in my classroom? And and I'll say, well, well, whose class are you in? And I'll say, well, Mrs. So-and-so. i say, well, uh, you know, if, if, if I'm there, I'll, you know, kind of tell them what time I'm going to be coming. And, and they get all excited. Or I'll say, you know, I may not be in there today, but I'll see you in the lunchroom. Or I'll try to come back, you know, next time I come. So so uh, definitely the kids um, are very excited about it. And, and um, Elizabeth, one of the things that I hear when, when I talk to the teachers is, uh, you know, I don't want someone coming in here checking up on me. I don't want a stranger in my room. And, and one of the things that I like to say is, you know, first of all, this is the parents of the children in your classroom. This is the parents of the children in your school. They're not strangers. They're, they're there for a reason. They have a vested interest in supporting you and supporting what you're doing. Um, how, what, Elizabeth, how do you feel about that, that aspect of it? Uh, like I said, I don't mind having other people come into my room. I I have an open-door policy. Anybody can walk into my room at any time. I'm not hiding anything. And mm -hmm. I think the more the more parents you have that are in your school and are, and are visible and the teachers can see them, the less likely you're going to have people who are saying things or things that are happening in your school. Those parents are going to be the ones that are going to back you. They're going to be sitting there saying, wait, I've been at that school. I've seen what these teachers do. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so... You, the more watchdogs or just parents in general that you have in your building are going to become your allies. They're going to be the ones that are going to support you. And, I mean, it, it is the case that teachers do not like to give up the control in their room. And it is kind of like when you get parents that come into your room, they're at, uneasy to begin with. Um, but the more they're in the room, the, you know, I guess they lighten up. The teachers tend to lighten up when they have dads. They also know, too, with watchdogs, they're there to help you. You know, it's not like a mom just walking into your room just to drop a lunchbox off or something. The watchdogs are there to do a specific thing, you know, to do a reading group or to do a math lesson in the hallway or to play a rhyming game, something that the kids really need to help. And I think that's the difference is that watchdogs, you definitely know there's a purpose. They are there definitely to help you for that short amount of time. And it tends to make teachers feel a little easier because they know it's a short time. They know that when they walk in the door, I can tell them to go in the hallway and 
do sight words with these kids or play this specific game. And then they're mm-hmm. done. They're gone. And their day is so packed that the watchdogs really don't have time to check up on you because right. they're so going from one room to another. Right. So I well, think it, it sounds like you have an awesome program going there at Reagan. Um, one thing that I, uh, I would like to uh, put out to our uh, uh, listeners, if you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, uh, the guest call-in line is 215-383-3728. Give us a call at 215-383-3728. And I'm going to go to the – I've got uh, a caller from the 702 area code here has uh, been holding on for quite a while here. So let's uh, let's open up the line and see who we've got. Hey, Hello, Keith, this is this? Dave Flat up in Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, Dave. How are you doing today? We're doing phenomenal. I want to agree with everything the two uh, ladies had said. Um, buy-in from the administrators are so important, and when you're starting up with a uh, a new watchdog program, um, from coming out from a, a school aspect or a dad's aspect, if we don't go in as a PTA group and set up with the administrators and get that buy-in at the very beginning, then uh, you always have a problem. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Exactly, and 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 of course, the whole point of the uh, the training, the seven steps to success, is to avoid those problems. And one of the things that we, you know, we constantly look back when we hear somebody say, "Oh, we got a problem," you know, we always refer back to those seven steps and say, "Well, where did we fall short?" And and that's the thing that uh, more than ninety or more percent of the time is that you know we we look back, oh wait, well we didn't have. The, you know all of the members on our top dog team, including the PTA or uh, and or the administrator, or you know we didn't have all of that support that that the training teaches us that we need. So um, so that's a you know a, a great look at that, um, Dave. I, one of the things I mean there there's so many programs that are that are coming up in in uh, in running in Nevada, um, and and we're seeing more programs up in uh, in northern Nevada as well. Um, is there anything else you'd like to to uh, to mention. Well, in northern Nevada, we've uh, gone to the actual uh, superintendent of schools, Mr. Pedro Martinez, and we've uh, sat down with him and addressed um, where we wanted to get more parents involved and also male figures. And by doing that, he has set up with all the, his uh, parent, um, his PIF leaders that are parent-involved leaders that are actually in all the in the Washoe County school districts. We had a meeting with them last uh, week and sat down and explained the watchdog program to them um, and um, did a bit of, about a, a half-hour report with them and sat down and actually said, this is if you want to get involvement. And they couldn't believe that we could actually bring dads into the schools and get them involved. And that's important that uh, getting a new program out there, you have to explain it to them. And then, again, we got back to the administrators. And I think that you're going to see a significant increase in watchdog reports coming in out of uh, the Washoe County area now. Exactly, and uh, and I believe I'm going to be out there with you here in a couple of months. Uh, so uh, you sure you know, will. We can set up uh, a meeting with somebody. I'll be more than happy to uh, to come and meet with them as well. So, uh, uh, no no problem with that, sir. All right. Well, Dave, I may tap you next week. We're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about the Top Dog Team. So uh, so hopefully, uh, if you have time to join us, we can talk about the uh, the PTA's role in that that part of the team. I'd love to. Just let me know what I can do to help. Great. Thank you so much, David. Thank you for joining us today. All right. I've got another caller. This is from the 740 area code. Uh, Hello. Who have we got? 
Hi, Keith. This is Steve Helton from Cambridge, Ohio. How are you? Steve, how you doing? Thank you for calling in today. Sure. To, um, since since you and I are a little familiar with each other here, I wanted to just ask you real quickly as a uh, as a promoter of the program in your local school district, and as of now as a top dog. Congratulations, by the way. Um, <laughs> Uh, can you tell us how uh, how your relationship with the teachers uh, in your you're at Central Elementary is that right? Right. Um, how did you go to the teachers present it and how the teachers responded at Central? Well, you know, when we first started out, of course, uh, you know, and I've been listening to the other conversations, and, and everyone is right on track. At least with with my experience, has been exactly the same. Is that we felt like that we had to get administration buy-in first. And, and so that's what we did. And after we, we convinced the administration this is what we needed to do, uh, we wanted to uh, present the program to the teachers. And so the same presentation we gave the administrators, we went and gave to the teachers at their staff meetings. And so we felt like that having informed teachers was the best way to get them invested in the program. And at that meeting, you know, we asked all the teachers, you know, for input. You know, what do you guys think about this and, and, and how do you feel? And we sold it as this is your program. It's not my program. I'm just the guy bringing the message to you. So this is really your program, and the success is going to completely depend on you guys. And we gave them that freedom to adjust the schedules and, and, and kind of, you know, take their input and, and really let them go with it. And that's been the biggest, the biggest thing, I think, that's helped us. Because, you know, obviously this is something new that they've never had in our county, and change sometimes comes uh, with some uh, growing pain. So... But that's exactly. been our experience so far. Well, as a uh, as a native Ohioan and and someone that grew up in the school system very similar uh, to Cambridge, I can understand that that thought process. And and the the thing is, I mean, nationwide and, and in our culture, you know, guys in general, you know, we we have bought into that. You know, mom raises the kids and dad bring home brings home the check philosophy, and it just doesn't work that way anymore. So, so I'm glad to see that in in Cambridge we're making changes, we're we're moving forward, and uh, and working on the, giving guys a chance to be a part of this this great program. So, well, Steve, I know you're busy there, and and uh, I thank the citizens of Cambridge for not burning anything down or uh, uh, getting sick while we were on the phone. Steve is a uh, uh, one of my brother firefighters up there with the Cambridge Fire Department, and I hope I didn't get you in trouble by saying that. But, oh, um, I know. but, uh, but Steve, like so many of us out there, uh, are just so committed to uh, not only to uh, doing the right thing, but doing the right thing as far as our kids are concerned. So, Steve, thank you for uh, for giving us a call today. Well, I appreciate that. And real quick, if I can run something by here. First of all, sure. uh, my fire chief, who's in the next room right now, uh, he's actually uh, did his background check, and he's getting ready to go volunteer as a watchdog at our schools as well, so, awesome. as well as a couple of our other firefighters. So that's fantastic. But I just wanted to read this to you real quick. This, this text message was sent to me yesterday by a kindergarten teacher at one of the schools here. It says, just want to say to you, Watchdogs is an amazing program. You have no idea what an impact you and the other volunteers are making. I'm thankful you brought this program to our school. And that pretty much says it all. We've got the teachers on board with us, so we're looking for success there. That is awesome, Steve. You are doing such great work up there, and I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Have a good day. Take care. Be safe, my friend. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, and moving forward, I have we're uh, winding down. We've got about six minutes left. 
and I am going to uh, to bring our, our ladies at uh, Reagan back on the line. Um, had to put you on hold there for a minute. I hope uh, was there of uh, the, the two conversations we've had. Um, what did you think? Was there anything that you wanted to respond to? Um, a couple of different things of just everyone had really great points, and one of the biggest things that I wanted to share is it's so the level of buy-in from your teachers as well as your other staff members um, on campus. I think that that's but one of the things that we try to do here at Reagan is show how as administrators we're committed to this program, and so. Um, the level of time and the effort that we put into it to model the importance. And so um, that comes down to everywhere, you know, to helping complete the schedules, to communicate the schedules to people, to do that in advance notice. But what's great is our community has really supported um, the program. Our front office staff has been phenomenal when, um, as an administrator, you, you know, your day gets really crazy. Just um, And so they become supportive of what you're trying to do too. So whenever you know you need their assistance to kind of help execute um, the program, whether it's taking a picture of um, you know mm-hmm. the watchdog and their child, or if it's um, communicating something to the you know regardless of what it is, they've been really great. So I think it really does start with how committed are you as an administrator, and then modeling what that commitment level looks like and. Um, and then the payoff, I mean, that just comes naturally as the program's implemented. Um, but also showing flexibility within the program. So, um, you know, I've had teachers just yes. this week, you know, who have had struggles with the scheduling. So their time, it just so happens to be a benchmark assessment, and they can't have a watchdog in there at that time. And that's okay. We, mm-hmm. We're totally flexible. We're that committed that, you know, we'll make it work however we need to. So that's the last sure. thing I wanted to share, just from listening to others' um, viewpoint. Well, and one of the things that I've, I've said is, you know, as you have a, uh, I, I don't know what your terminology for your, your first grade team or group or cluster, um, you know, I've had a teacher come to me and say, you know, I'm doing my benchmarks today. I really can't have a watchdog. Well, that's fine. You've got other people in your team. If You know, mm-hmm. if, if you can... Uh, you know, have somebody else, you know, it's not written in stone that they have to be in your classroom. You know, we want to have them with their child at some point during the day, obviously, but if if it's a uh, a rotational situation where you've got uh, a a watchdog going into a classroom that isn't necessarily their kid, you know, certainly you can bump them over to the next classroom or somebody that's that's willing to do that. Um, And I've seen so many schools where the teachers are so excited about the program that, that they're very happy to do those kind of things. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and that comes okay, with well, the flexibility. Great. Well, we've got another caller on here uh, from the 702 area code. Who have we got here? Hello, 702. You're on the air. Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you're on mute. If you are, uh, give us a call back and we'll put you on. Uh, we've got about three minutes left here. Um, one of the things that uh, when I'm talking to uh, promoting the program, talking to faculty members, um, one of the things I, I, I tell them is to ask, you know, what are your goals in the classroom? What is it that you want to see? Do you want to have those positive role models? Do you need a mystery reader? Um, do you need somebody to run a, a center time or, or something like that? But the one thing that we found out and, and that I've seen, and, and by the way, I don't know whoever, uh, if you've been watching our uh, Facebook page, um, at Effective This Week, 
I'm going to be a top dog again. (laughs) (laughs) I will be the top dog at my older daughter's middle school now, uh, bringing the program, uh, staying familiar with what's going on at both the national and uh, and at our own local level. And uh, and it's just, it's it's great to have that passion again, to see the excitement again, to see what's going on, and then look at uh, at the face of the teachers that are, that, you know, I had a teacher look at me um, on Saturday afternoon and say, we need this so badly. Um, and, and I'm happy to, you know, to help and to support schools in, in doing this. But the one thing that we do find is that the, the respect that the dads have for the teachers mm-hmm. tremendously. Um, you, you have the ability, you know, these guys are, you know, the comment that Jim Moore made many years ago is, you know, the guys sit down and say, oh, these guys work so hard, they need to get a raise. Um, I've heard that from so many people. Uh, I had no idea how hard these teachers work. You know, the comments that you hear, uh, school isn't what it was when we were in school, you know, those type of comments. Are those the kind of comments that you're hearing at Reagan as well? Yes, we uh, yeah, the dads will come into the classroom like at the beginning of the year to get a child on a computer. It's impossible mm-hmm. to get kids on the computer how they have to log in. I will tell you right now that's what I use my watchdogs for at the beginning of the year. Here, you come and sit down. 15 minutes later they come to me and go, "Okay, I think I got one on." And I'm like, exactly. "That's what you do." Right? And they look at you yeah. and just like, "Wow, you do this all day long." I do this all day long. So yeah, they yeah. say the same thing. I cannot believe this is not what I did when I was in kindergarten. So yeah, we get the same comments. Sure, sure. Well, we're winding down here. Uh, once again, uh, thank you to Elizabeth Belzel and Abby Cannell from Reagan Elementary in Cedar Park, Texas. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, once again, just keep an eye on us on our Watchdogs Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, or you can follow us at fathers.com slash watchdogs. As we close up, just remember... The only reason a school doesn't have a watchdogs program is because they don't know enough about it. Thank you very much. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Monday.